Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. Annie Fry here, your host, and very excited to bring you this edition of the Pixie Dust Podcast. My co-host for this uh, Disney World 101 vacation planning uh, series is Erica Murphy. Erica at magicexpeditions.com. That's E-R-I-K-A. Disney travel agent. Is that, am I, I ask you this every time. Yeah. People okay. are like, Annie, you asked that last week, but Disney travel agent is correct. A travel agent specializing, specializing in, in Disney, Disney yeah. destinations. Yeah, it's but I can book anything. Verbiage, yeah. yeah. You can help with Universal. You yeah. can help with uh, Tropical Stays. Legoland. Woo! Yeah. All the fun stuff. Well, I know about Disney World. Yeah. Or I enjoy learning about Disney World, which is why we are glad that you are here with us on the Pixie Dust Podcast. Very excited to have launched the Pixie Dust Podcast on its own, it's out in the wild, by itself, it's all Disney World all the time, and we will have this annual, or this weekly uh, upload with Erica and myself, where we will talk about Disney World vacation planning. What have we all talked about? Food? Everything. Hotels? Um, fast passes, lingo, uh, some of the different verbiage to use. We've and, talked about yeah. Yeah, restaurants. And, and restaurants, food, just all the fun stuff. Um, and, and lots, lots more to talk about. This time we're... Comfortable we are, shoes, I think. Comfortable shoes. Where are the comfortable <laughs> shoes? It goes not without saying it must be emphasized. Uh-huh. Wear the comfortable shoes. <laughs> That's in there somewhere. I, I need to figure out how to get to Disney World and do the 30,000 steps a day without getting blisters. I haven't figured it out yet. Really? Oh, no. Mm-mm. Still get blisters. Hmm. I have sensitive feet. Yeah, I you think know what so. I think. I wonder if it's a problem if I go. I usually get pedicures before I go. Maybe no. that's a mistake. I do that too. Hmm. Do you change your shoes? Do you wear yes. the same shoes? No, no, no. I have like three pairs of tennis shoes that I wear. They're all comfortable. Do you wear some like flip flops in between there? Nope. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe, maybe I because, should. Yeah, maybe because you're wearing all the same type. Yeah, I wear double socks sometimes. Sometimes I wear single socks. I don't know. It's just a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. So uh, also on the Pixie Dust podcast, if you can go search it right now, Pixie Dust podcast on your podcast provider, you should find it. Uh, Go there and subscribe to it because we are also adding a weekly episode with my good friend, Tony Colombo, who is just like me. Same year, we took our families, young families to Disney World, and we just fell in love with it. We are Mm -hmm. romantic about it. Our families individually just love going to Disney World. So in those episodes. He's going to talk to you about a lot of the extra magic that is involved in Disney World. Some of the things that Disney thought of that you would have never thought to think of. Yeah. And uh, then I'm going to update you each in each one of those episodes about the latest news. Like, for instance, the castle is Ugh. getting painted. And I think it's going to be stunning. I'm very in support of it. Are you? You mad? So here's the thing. <laughs> 
She's mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I just, yeah. there was a huge fiasco for the 25th and it turned it into a cupcake or a cake, which mm-hmm. was lovely. But you have to think people wait their entire lives to get a picture in front of this iconic castle. So don't mess with it. And I think that this is, is subtle enough mm-hmm. that it's not going to be as bad as turning it into a giant pink cupcake. Changing what it is. Correct. This is enhancing, it's enhancing what, it what it is. I still, it's, I'm the one that's like, just don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that castle that I saw when I was five years old. I want to see that when I'm 35 years old. I think I have an unpopular opinion on this, and, and that is not that the castle isn't stunning, not that it doesn't kind of take a little breath away when you yeah. uh, walk down Main Street and you see it for the first time on that vacation or for the fifth time on that vacation. There's just something about it that is romantic and is uh, very special, near and dear if if you've never seen it before in person, but you've seen it a million times in pictures, when you get to take it in yourself, it is something. It's something to behold. Yeah. But I actually think that it could use a facelift, which is kind of what it's getting. It's it. You know, the blue is going to be bluer, right? And, and the gold's going to be shimmering. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going to look more royal, more regal, and yeah. regal. Yeah. And I think that that is a good. Thing now, if you were gonna like add like spinners and and or a giant pink cupcake, yeah, if and and change the essence of what it is. No, I agree. I think that that's different. It will be a bummer. Uh, We my my family will be traveling towards the end of July, um, the end of summer. It will be a bummer if if it's all scrimmed off and you can't see it. But from everything I've read so far, it will be, you know. Under a version of construction, but the 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 essence of the castle is still yeah. certainly going to be there. They're still going to have the happily ever after shows projected yes. on there, and the what's yeah. the friendship fair? Yeah, or whatever it's called. Yeah, the three o'clock show or the whatever o'clock show. Yeah, you know this is where you come to get all your real information <laughs> or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh huh, yeah, that's it. No, and I know change is good, and I know that it's enhancement. I'm just like a curmudgeon when mm-hmm. it comes to that, and you know, I I like leave my castle alone and i think if they wouldn't have made that giant snafu and you're you're worried about what what's been done exactly that it's gonna happen again i think they've probably learned their lesson i think they did too because i know about this and i was not like a a disney geek when that was going on so well that was 25 years ago right Mm. was it the 25th yeah Oh my gosh, yeah. How old are you? I don't want to talk about it. I'm 25. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have any recollection from oh it. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, it's... um. We're both in our mid to late 30s. Yeah. So it was in our lifetime. It was. And so, I've seen both. I've seen all three of them now. So, yeah. It's very cool. So I think, you know, if you're if you're if you haven't subscribed yet to the Pixie Dust podcast, I'd encourage you to do it. I think you'll really enjoy both series that we have going right now. And I have a third one in the works. Uh, Not quite ready to launch that one yet, Um, but it'll have to do with Disney movies that are streaming, Disney movies Mm -hmm. that are in the theaters and stuff. So you're going to have to stick around for that. So you're going to do Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Can I give a segue? Did you see the Disney Eats? That's coming out. No, on it's Disney like Plus, a cooking show. Yes. Well, there it's you like, go. Yeah, yeah. It, the 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 series I want to do is with a good friend of mine who's a movie critic and yeah. a Disney lover. And the I'm question excited. I'm subscribing already. The question <laughs> will be: It's going to be th- three hours in thirty minutes. You've got three hours on the weekend. We'll tell you what to do with it in thirty minutes. Do you stay at home in your PJs and stream something on Disney Plus, or do you go to the theaters and mm. spend your three hours, you know, going to and from the movie theater to take in whatever is there? That's awesome. I'm Based ready. on on a person who's an actual. Movie, movie critic, critic, not me, who's like, ah, stay in your PJs, because that's like, what I'm doing on my own. You got to convince me 
<laughs> to go out into public on the weekend and, and, you know, spend the money to go to the movie theater. If I can sit at home and stream something, that's yeah. probably going to be my recommendation, but we'll see. Well, we all know when the last time I went to the theater, it's been a very long time. I haven't even seen the new setup. It's so. funny to me how much movie theaters make you nervous to be around people and you're like, so bad Disney World. <laughs> Let's go where all the because people are. Because Disney people are different. Like it's it's. Well, if you go to Disney movie, yeah, it's still. <laughs> it's, the problem is the eating. I mean, we've talked about yeah. this. That it's the chewing of the popcorn mm-hmm. that I just can't. I can't get over. But if you chew popcorn at a parade in Disney, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I can relate to all of this. I actually own a shirt that says "I want to be where the people aren't." <laughs> And I'm kind of an introvert. I'm yeah. a very, I'm a, I'm very good at being an extroverted introvert. Yeah. Um, I, I gain my energy through being by myself, and then expel my energy when I'm with people. Perfect. And so, first of all, I love the Little Mermaid. And mm-hmm. then when I saw that shirt, it made me laugh out loud. And I sent it to Erica. I'm like, I can't wear this. It makes me look like a, like a witch. And I and said, she, if you don't get she's it, she's like, that shirt is made for you. <laughs> it's yours, and it is now. And I love it. It's a very comfy shirt. So uh, please consider subscribing. We are really excited about this. This podcast is going to be marketed nationwide um, with our company, Entercom, who I work for, have a radio show with as well. And we're very excited, very grateful for the opportunity to come to you each week, a couple times at least right now, with some Disney World conversations. So the topic for today is about schedules. It's about when do you go to Disney World? Is there a smarter time to go to Disney World? Is there an absolute do not go to Disney World at this time? They and does that depend on the person? Mm-hmm. I think it does. All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if, for instance, I'll start with my family. I'm married to a teacher. Mm-hmm. My husband teaches in middle school, social studies. And so that immediately limits me to be able to go to Disney World when kids are out of school for the, for the most part, mm-hmm. at least for any length of time. So if, if you are looking at a Disney World trip and your number one thing is to avoid large crowds, there are going to be a few periods in time during the year where kids are in school Mm -hmm. and not much or anything is really going on at Disney World, but there's very small sweet spots Mm -hmm. in that regard. Um, What are some of the lowest crowded times of year that people, if if, if that's their number one goal, is to, to go at minimal crowd time. What kind of times of the year do you suggest? Well, and I think I to preface that low crowd time for Disney is still crowds. Mm-hmm. Like it's still going to be, there's never going to be a time that you're going to just walk down Main Street with nobody on the street. Like because it's still, that amazing. Because it's that amazing. So even when it's lower crowd than normal, it just means that, you know, maybe there's a 40 minute wait time rather than a 60 minute wait time or an hour and a half wait time. So I think that um, just prefacing that, that lower crowd time is still going to be mm-hmm. crowded because yeah. it's Disney. And especially coming up with 2021, we've talked about the 50th anniversary a couple times that if. They're going to do new parades with the whole new Galaxy's Edge coming out. They have new rides coming out and um, new stuff at Epcot that I think that that's just going to bring more and more crowds to want to see, uh, you know, these new attractions that are coming on. But with that being said, you know, right when kids go right back to school, like the August, September, everybody area, squeaked out their last day at Disney World. Yep. Everybody has gotten their summer vacations in. And they are, uh, you know, all planned up. Is it a good time? It's a great time. And I mean, pretty much those last two weeks of August, all the way through September. And September is one of my favorite times to go because it is 
low crowds, so it's not going to be as crowded. They start to put some of the fall decorations up. So if you go towards the end of September, you can usually catch one of the not-so-scary Halloween parties. You'll see the big pumpkins. You'll you'll see um, the lanterns and all that are out. And the weather's amazing. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like the trifecta of, of things to go, the, to go see. A lot of people consider it a risk to go at that time because it is hurricane season. It is. You can go look at the statistics for yourself of how many hurricanes have actually hit uh, Disney World. It's very minimal. Last yeah. year they had, well, I don't remember what the hurricane was that was barreling towards Florida. It looked like it was going to be a direct hit. They actually shut down the park mm-hmm. uh, a little bit early and then it turned and it missed <sighs> and it didn't happen. And I remember some of the YouTubers <laughs> that I watch who were uploading uh, about being in the park at that time. It was like a ghost town. Crazy, yeah. crazy low crowds. The other thing that I noticed too in in people's reaction to that hurricane season specifically was there are people who live more on in coastal Florida who mm-hmm. if they are evacuated from their coastal homes, they will go to Disney. They will actually evacuate to Disney yeah. because maybe they're Disney cl- vacation club members or mm-hmm. maybe the rooms are affordable. And Disney World is like one of the safest places to be if you're in Florida in a hurricane. I was going to say that's where I'd want to be. And not just because it's Disney and they have, you know, over the top attractions like they don't stop when there's a hurricane. They make sure that they bring things to the resorts and mm-hmm. they if they have to close the park, which is you know, less than a dozen times since it's been open that they've actually closed down the park. But they make sure that they take care of you, have the characters come to the resorts and all of that. And it's they have their own medical staff there Mm -hmm. should, God forbid, something happen. So uh, it is if if I was in in the Midwest, (laughs) I would want to be in Disney. So another thing, too, about the August time period, uh, my sister-in-law is a teacher in Florida and most of their her first day of school is like August 2nd. It's crazy. August 1st or August 2nd. Yeah. So a lot of the locals, if you can if you can even squeeze out like this is what I would definitely recommend if it doesn't kind of screw with your uh, calendar planning and you're like getting ready to go back to school if you've got kiddos that mm-hmm. you're trying to work around. Those first couple weekends in Aug- or weeks in August may not be as calm as the second Mm-hmm. two weeks but if the locals are going back and you can plan a midweek or if, if the majority of your trip is in s- during school time yeah chances are you're going to benefit from that so a lot of times my vacation with my family will uh, be that last week of july into the first week of august and one of the reasons we like to do that is because for my son it's passes baseball season so we yeah. don't have to miss any baseball but then also because once school starts approaching for the locals, it seems as though that dies down just a wee little bit and you get a little bit of a benefit from that. So so that's that's probably it's also going to be hot. I mean, it's Florida. it's Florida hot. Yeah, we're from St. Louis. So I often people are like, oh, you're going to go to Florida in the end of July. And I'm like, dude, it's going to be as hot and humid there, if not worse here in St. Louis mm-hmm. as it's going to be there. If you're somebody who's from like, you know, North Dakota. You might want to, cons- you got to ask yourself what you're made of before you go down to, to Florida in the hot, humid summer. Right. Um, but if you're used to humidity, if you're used to warm weather and you don't mind being out in shorts and a tank top and swimming and to, to cool yourself off, it might be, it might be a good time. Summer in general mm-hmm. is not the busy season that a lot of people expect it to be. No, it's not. And that's the thing because a lot of people think that it's the busy time. So they go, they, you know, freak out and and don't go. (laughs) So they go other times. I tell you the 
busiest time to go is during Christmas when people are like, oh, you know, people are going to be with their families and all of that. Yes, they're going to be with their families and they're going to be at Disney World. Their families. Yeah. And grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles and everybody in tow. I think this past year I saw they reached capacity to where they were not letting anybody else in the Magic Kingdom. And I think it was like 11 o'clock a.m. on Christmas Day. So it's like they are they have completely will not let one more person into the park. That's how busy it gets. I would be so frustrated. I would be so frustrated if I if I went at that time and then. (laughs) <laughs> then I was blocked out. Or if I were somebody who got in mm-hmm. and was shoulder to shoulder with people, yeah. if you want to see the Christmas decorations, if you want to see Christmas at Disney. Go beginning of December, please. Can't you go in November even? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it's up after. They take the Halloween stuff right down. after Halloween. Yeah. And they put the Christmas stuff up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the it, Halloween stuff even. Like, it's mid, mid-August, mid I think I saw. Yeah. If you go, like, the first week of November, like, the November 1st, that is very light crowds, and you could get a chance to see both the holiday. And it's, like, an overnight thing. I think on Disney Plus, actually, <laughs> now that I'm segueing into this, they have um, a, a special that they do that's called, like, Decorating Disney. And they show you behind the scenes yeah. how they transform. Yeah. And they do it overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, once the park closes. It is a mission. It's unbelievable. So you could literally go to the park on one day and see the pumpkins and the land turns and then the very next day the Christmas tree's up. So if you are in my situation or being married to a teacher, if you're a teacher yourself and you're bound by that, or if you've got kids or grandkids, mm-hmm. they're going to be a part of this and you don't want to pull them out of school. I know a lot of people will pull their kids out of school, mm-hmm. but if you don't want to do that, uh, totally respect you and your ability to make that best decision for your family. Um, summer might be something you should consider, uh, or August, depending on when you go back. If you're, if you are in a school district that doesn't go back until after Labor Day, mm-hmm. snipe one of those late August weeks yeah. and, uh, enjoy low crowds, enjoy some of the Halloween stuff that's already out. I mean, I think they were doing, uh, the, the not so scary Mickey's not so scary Halloween party in late August last year, weren't they? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I'll have to double check. But so the other times that you're probably going to be able to easily go is your spring break week and your Christmas week, maybe a Thanksgiving week, but that especially the spring break and the Christmas, I just became a gold pass member, uh, annual pass holder. And that means that I get to buy an annual pass as a um, Florida resident because we became DVC members and I have a block out. Yeah. I am not allowed to travel during the the predetermined weeks that the spring break would be yeah. and Christmas because it's that crowded that they're te- they're like we'll give you a discount on this, yeah. but you cannot come during these times. But would you want to? <laughs> not I said the little redhead. Not at all. No, that is not my that is not my jam at all. The crowds mm-hmm. with kids and stuff. To me, makes me nervous. My cousin, on the other hand, has taken her two boys and her family and went with some other friends, and they got to see the New Year's fireworks, and the Mm -hmm. New Year's fireworks are like this 360 degrees of insanity, like... Listening, yeah, Yeah. listening to them explain what it was like to be in the Magic Kingdom and see this stuff is just like totally insane and amazing, and they were really happy that they were there, but she's like, that's the most people I've ever been around, ever, 
ever, ever. And I can't imagine being in a scenario like that again. No. And to be quite honest, I mean, we were watching on YouTube. I think we were watching together. And I enjoyed it just as much (laughs) from the quiet of my house. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that you I think you have to be a special type of person. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you're cool with that and if you're cool with it, go Go. do it. Make it make the time um, and, and, and enjoy that experience and, and be there if, if you can only go at that time it's worth going at that time yeah. if you want to see the Christmas if you want to have the Christmas experience maybe you want to go I mean even if you go they kind of leave some of the Christmas decorations up in the first week of January maybe even the second I was just going to say the first week of January is actually a really good time to go or the second week of January is a really good time to go because everybody's traveling over the holidays so mm-hmm. that's kind of died down and so the decorations will still be up if you can swing it you know it's chillier at night but um all the pools are heated and and I also want to say that during these busy times like we talk often <clears throat> about how Disney thinks of everything mm-hmm. and they they know that during these very high times that it's going to be super crowded and they've done things to try and make it a little bit more enjoyable even just by making the queues more interactive to where you're not just standing in line they'll have um you know even a custodian that's walking by will paint Interact and, Mickey yeah. with water and you know there's different cooling stations and and so there's definitely even if it is wall-to-wall people like that and it is super crowded, I think Disney has done a really spectacular job about the customer experience, or I'm sorry, the guest experience, mm-hmm. and making sure that even in those situations that everybody's still comfortable. How you doing? I'm good. I'm sorry. Am I sounding bad? You, you got, no, but you, you just, you're getting over the flu. I am. And I, yeah. you can hear it. And I just want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm you're sorry. Okay. That's no. what we start. I'm like, can I do this? You just like, got to push guys. really hard with your voice. <laughs> Give it everything you got. I just want to make sure you're not, you're struggling. Um, so those are some times that you, if you're trying to cater to school schedules, whether it's because you work at a school or because you have kids that you don't want to pull out of school, my recommendation, and I don't even want to tell you this because I don't want y'all to come when I'm in there because I want low (laughs) crowds, uh, but that's ridiculous and it's fun no matter what. And when, if if you realize that you're doing something and there's a, a super crowded place, one direction, you just go the other direction. There are so many opportunities There's so many alternatives you'll be just fine. Now, there are other things that Disney has done, I don't know, in the last couple decades maybe, to try to disperse crowds out of the, you know, it used to be kids off school, Disney World's crazy. Kids in school, now's the time to go if you want low crowds. Disney has made an effort to try to make the parks attractive for varying people and and, and varying interests throughout the course of the entire year. What are some of those alternatives? Well, I think the promos is one of the prime examples. And I think that this past summer was a really good example of that, that they had very random dates that they put this promo out. It's the best promo that they did. Specific and random. It was very specific (laughs) and it was very random and it was because those were lower times. So they wanted to get people away from the more crowded times and go when things were not as busy to try and disperse, which so they'll release promos as far as uh, whether free dining or a room discount to try and get people to go at a certain time. And I will add in, too, that this is another opportunity for you to understand the great value of working with somebody like Erica, who is a sanctioned travel agent by <laughs> Disney. I don't know how to say it, but you do. Um, so if you email her at it's Erica, E-R-I-K-A, at magicexpeditions.com, you can ask her any question you want. You don't ever have to sign anything or do anything to work with her. It is she's got a Facebook page. (laughs) 
I told her to do this and she you listened did. to me. I didn't finish it. I don't have a cover photo. But it's people, not official. You will by the time people hear this. I will. Yeah. See, you should go see it tonight. Her cover photo that she has on here is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can't wait for you to pick one. I'm telling you what, folks. Go to Erica Murphy Magic Expeditions um, on Facebook and like her page. And I, is it, it's, is it there? Is it out? Yeah, it's there. So it's I, live. has anyone liked it yet? No, not yet, because I was waiting to retell you. Oh I'm my so God, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> um, you can go like her page there. You can connect with her. You can message her on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it, it literally does not cost you another penny to use Erica. She gets her connection with, with uh, Disney World and with her travel agency is how she gets a percentage of the total book booking that you have. But when she's talking about pro promos here and she's saying you know if disney is going to say we need some people to go on the third week of may and we're really low so let's throw the free dining out for the third week mm-hmm. of may erica is going to be one of the first people to know about it because she's connected through the agency yeah. so they they put this information out what time do you check promos so they usually come out between four and five o'clock in the morning so they come out super early and the good thing is is that if you already have a reservation we're just going to apply it so it's not gonna if you don't have um you don't even know you don't even know that it's happening that but if you, you have a reservation that if it falls during those times, then I'll send you an email and say, hey, guess what? We just saved you. $1,000. Yeah. I was at one of my clients that are going this summer. Um, they're actually going over Fourth of July weekend, which is a busy time. So she was already a little stressed out. And they ended up adding an extra room because it's a multifamily. And she was like on the fence about it. And I was able to get her free dining. And I was so excited about it because, um, you know, they were nervous about the extra room. And that free dining freed up the money for them to get that extra room to give, give a little more space for them. And so. when you have the conversation with Erica, if you haven't booked, if you're not even sure that it's something you can afford, I would encourage you to go look through the list of episodes that we mm-hmm. have on this podcast because uh, we go over a lot of the apprehensions that people have. Um, and certainly, I think it's if you're not paying enough attention, if money isn't the first one. Right. And God bless you if it's like, <laughs> nope, we're going to Disney and this is how we're doing it and you can just yeah. charge it on here. But it costs money, and, and there are ways you can do it for an unlimited amount of money. Or you can say, here's my budget. What's the best vacation I can get for $2,000 for my family of four? Yeah. And then Erica can work with you to accommodate whatever. She could say, this is what I can give you for this amount of money. I could get you this. We could, if, if you've got a budget and you want her to come under it, she'll tell you how to make that happen. And mm-hmm. and I think that it's it's shocking to me how affordable... It can actually be because I think some people feel as though it's unattainable. Yeah. How affordable it can be if you know what you're getting yourself into, you know what the number is, and if you plan with enough time to save and make those payments so that when you go on vacation, you can completely and totally enjoy it. Yeah. And I have so, I mean, I, there's hardly any of my clients that don't make payments. So when you think of it broken down into, you know, 20 payments of $200 or whatever that may be, then it's a lot more attainable than thinking of and you can plan a year $2,000, you know, just yeah. right up the bat. So um, we also have an episode about how to save money. Yeah. Which I would encourage you to check out as well. Yeah. Because I employ all of those tips. And if you ever have any tips, I would encourage you to send them our way. Yeah. For sure. And and on the Facebook page, too, I would love to have, you know, it. interaction. Thank I'm you. Your You're like. my first like. Yes. That's so exciting. I love it. I know. I did it quickly last night. And I was trying to do um, our logo as the cover page. And so, but I think I may do some of my, we'll see. We'll see what it'll be. I may it'll be, be amazing. Family. It will be. Um, but I, 
on that page, then I'll also update any promo. So if anybody wants some like a wait list or something of some of the fun things that are happening mm-hmm. at Disney, um, you know, we just got uh, new marketing materials on the new Mickey and Minnie Rail that just came out. And yeah. um, we know Rise of the Resistance is ever changing with the way that they're letting people on. So it'll kind of just be a one stop information, mm-hmm. information shop. And we um, you mentioned how I'm just getting over the flu. Uh, I actually had a client a couple weeks ago that they were going for their daughter's 10th birthday and a week before not even a full week before she was like my daughter has the flu and we're going for her birthday yeah so we were able to get online and we were able to luckily there was another room available they didn't you know miss their fast passes so but we were able to get other things worked out for them so you know working all things that are so much easier to do if you have an advocate, somebody who's yeah. helping you navigate. Exactly. It makes a big difference. And so even if you don't work with me, just work with somebody yeah. because when something like that happens, you know, you want to take care of your kid. You don't want to deal with moving back your vacation. Yep, for sure. So, um, you know, if, if you are connected with, you can you can find out these promos on your own. It's not like mm-hmm. they're a secret. the The thing is, is that if you have if you're connected to somebody, even if you don't have something booked with Erica, you can ask her the questions. She's happy to help you with those and kind of guide you. Like if you if you know that maybe you've got like a, a sensory issue mm-hmm. in your party, there are things that you can book that will accommodate those. If you do not care and it is what it is your dream to ring in the new year in the Magic Kingdom, do it. It can happen. Yeah. Um, some festivals that they have that are that are major factors in traffic. Uh, the biggest one being Food and Wine Festival, hundred percent, which, which is the best. I, I am really looking forward to the opportunity of of taking in in yeah. the Food and Wine Festival at some point or another. Tell me about the festivals that exist, the time frames that they usually are, and uh, how that might affect how somebody chooses to plan during that time or potentially to uh, avoid. Maybe most of the festivals, all the festivals at Epcot. There's are there other festivals. Uh, there all, are races and stuff, right? Like there's the um, marathon weekends and stuff like that. But as far as like the festival, of the arts mm-hmm. and all of that, that's all at Epcot. And you guys were there for festival, festival of the arts, yes. Right? Yeah. And I was shocked. Epcot. Well, first of all, Epcot's under an enormous amount of construction. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to see like the openness of Epcot that if you've gone before that you were used to because there's a lot of things walled off. They're rerouting things. And we felt like Epcot was busier when we were there in the beginning of February, like the first couple days of February, than it ever was any day that we were there in the summer. But the Mm -hmm. Festival of the Arts was going on, a lot of construction going on, and apparently there was a massive HVAC convention going on. Like, there's a lot of heating and air conditioning people (laughs) around here, uh, really, really taking in the the mouse here. Um, So, you know, little things pop up like that. It's hard to predict, and it didn't ruin our vacation at all. It just was like, wow, there's a lot of people here. Didn't expect that. Yeah. And as far as they have the festivals at at Epcot, but they have special events, like they have some of the after-hour events, uh, the villains after hours at Magic Kingdom. They have um, some extra hours at um, some early morning magic. Uh, they have after hours at Animal Kingdom. So they have different events uh, like the Not So Scary Halloween Party, the Very Merry Christmas Party, where if you don't have a ticket, they will close down the park. Mm-hmm. And it's a special ticketed event. And we to did go it in after that. hours this time. My husband and I were there without the kids. And it was amazing. I was yeah. messaging Erica. I loved it. Pictures. In front of every ride, we were like just bopping from one ride to the yeah. other. We're like, "Quick, take a picture now! Run!" We went and we did. It's a small world, 
and there was nobody on the boat in front of us. We sat down in our boat and then we waited for like three minutes for two other older ladies to come get in the boat with us. (laughs) And then we did our little thing on It's a Small World, just the four of us, us and our two (laughs) new best friends. And then like I think at one point we saw three boats behind us. They were all empty. Yeah. And that's after our hours. And I highly, highly recommend it. If you if you're going in a situation where maybe you can leave. I'm just talking to the adults in the room. Yeah. You've earned it. Yeah. This is a cool way to experience. We did Magic Kingdom um, quickly without strollers and everything in tow and constantly yeah. inventorying the children, making sure that the three <laughs> that you have are the three you came with. And uh, it's, it's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. But it does affect it, those types of things can affect the regular park hours for people who aren't going to those events. They can. And that. those events are um, ticketed events, so they are an additional fee. However, the festivals that we were just talking about, those are included in your ticket price. It's just happening so, while you're there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, we mentioned the uh, Festival of the Arts, which is one of my favorites yeah. because I'm also a big Broadway fan. Mm-hmm. So I was so excited to see what Broadway stars were. Co- I mean, Disney and Broadway, like... Come on. Yeah. Like it's like this is the this is the epicenter. It's like that my mind was literally blown. But they have um different foods, uh it's culinary Epcot. arts, performance mm-hmm. arts, and visual arts, I yeah. guess. And they'll have these big larger than life uh portraits that you can interact with and take pictures with. We did the purchase. Um you could purchase, yeah. Mm-hmm. We did the uh George Washington and of course we had to do the crossing the oh, Delaware I've got Turnpike. That picture. <laughs> I got that picture on my phone right now. <laughs> We've all got places yep. to go. Uh so that one was really fun. Uh and that is uh February uh that ended February twenty fourth. So um that one just ended and then they get ready for the next one, which is uh festival is it the f- Flower of the flower, uh, flower, flower garden. garden. Thank you. Yeah. And that one will go through spring. And mm-hmm. that one is so beautiful because they have all the topiaries in the different characters. So they'll have a topiary of Belle with, um, you know, yellow roses as her skirt. And yeah. Really stunning to see. It's so beautiful. Everything's so meticulous. Every, I mean, the grounds there are beautiful anyway, but during the festival. I'm My parents are going with my family, my little family, in the summer, which is going to be interesting. I'm really excited for them to come, and I'm really hoping that they have a fantastic time because I'm going to try to get them to come back sometime during Flower and Garden because my mom is a master gardener, and I know that it's like to be able to see what Disney can do with everything at its fingertips. I'm, I know she'll, she'd really appreciate it. If you have somebody who has a green thumb or wishes that they had a green, like loves to look at things that green thumbs can can, yeah. can put together, it's, it's definitely a, a good thing. Thing to take in at Epcot. Well, and they have different, um, they have different, uh, like different um, booths set up outside to where they'll have um, different artists that are there mm-hmm. that will, you know, just sign your portrait or for the flowering garden, they'll show you different um, like bonsai and in, in Japan and how to cut it and different interactive things like that, which is also um a lot of fun to kind mm-hmm. of partake in that. And then they has all the different countries. So then they have each country's take on that particular art. So I think um, France, it's one of my aunt's favorite that they have the, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the um, 
statues, the statues that move, and you could take pictures. Like, they look like they're stone statues where they're painted. I've seen that at, like, I think I was at Venice Beach in Florida. Yeah. In Florida. In California. I saw them there. I think I saw them in New York City. Yeah. They're creepy. They're very creepy. But it's- They're cool, too. It's fun, because then they'll, you know, hold your pigtails or Uh something, and they look like a statue, but that's, you know, in France. So what comes after Flower and Garden (laughs) Festival? Excuse me. Uh, That goes all the way through, and then the next is Food and Wine. Yeah. And the food and wine is in the fall. And that, if you're taking an adult trip, that would be a primo one to go because mm-hmm. they have um, all Or if the... you're taking, like, even older kids yeah. and you're going to do separate, like, you, you have you have people with you that can kind of go their separate ways. If you want to meander through the World Showcase and eat food and drink wine yeah, while your kids go wait in line to get Rise of the Resistance passes. And talk about not knowing what to use your snack credits for. Yeah. Food and wine. That's where you. That's, that's where you're where you maximize it if you have the dining plan. Absolutely, they're going to have. Um, they're going to have just the different alcohol and different, uh, not just wine, but they'll have you know champagne and and different fun things. And they the the culinary arts is an art. So for the festival of the arts, they'll have like a a cake that's like a palette, or they'll mm-hmm. have like a beignet that's like a port where it's actually the food is part of the art that yeah. looks like different things. Very cool. Well, I'm trying to think of anything else. I know that uh, specifically close to the time that we're recording this, President's Day is one of those things that people, uh, you, you think you're going in the middle of February, kids are in school, there's this little holiday weekend, whatever, but it's it's like a, Nor- a New England week off yeah. or something like that. And it happens to be a huge, huge, hugely trafficked time at Disney World. I All the Facebook groups and uh, different places <laughs> that I follow on uh, social media have people like what's going on here why are there so many lines i saw some i saw one person be like nobody told me that the crowds were going to be this bad at this time and i thought one you should have used a travel agent two (laughs) you should have done more research like these are things that you need to look out ahead of time because like what you want your money back (laughs) because because there's a lot of people who had the same idea you had um, but there can be some of these kind of sneaky events that cause marathon week. a huge amount of traffic yeah. that doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the time. they ha- Disney has a marathon week. Yeah. There's a lot of runners that participate in, in run Disney and, and those weeks will be specifically uh, trafficked for a, for a lack of a better term and uh, draw a lot of people in when normally you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the last festival we didn't talk about was the Festival of the Holidays, which is also one of my favorites because each one of the... each one of the pavilions will do their Christmas story. So they'll have, you know, Papa Noel in, mm-hmm. in France and they'll go on and, and they'll tell their Christmas story and how they celebrate the holidays. And That's cool. they'll have a whole um, holiday processional to where they'll have a celebrity. I'm like dying to see Neil, Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris, Harris yeah. read the Christmas story with a giant cor- uh, choir behind him. Singing so, the hallelujah chorus and yeah, everything I've like, seen. I get amazing. goosebumps just thinking about it. Like it is in being there. It's one of those things that like. You can watch it, but like being there and hearing the carol of the bells and yeah. like feeling it, it's just it's so beautiful. And the food that's there, they they tailor everything to the the festivals. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else? Oh. No, I, I think this is this is one of those instances that really benefits you to be able to have a conversation with somebody like Erica, so that you can 
um, kind of be guided and steered. And, you know, if, 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 if you think you want to go a certain time and there's maybe limited availability, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder why that is. That doesn't seem right. Erica is going to be able to kind of hone in on what's going on at that time or be able to say, you really want to go Christmas. It's going to be bonkers crowded. And you go, yeah, I know. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, like it might close in the middle of the day to en- entering, allowing anybody else to come in. Yep. Totally okay with that. Now you know. Now you're not the person yeah. who's at Disney World going, why are all these people here? And then you're just frustrated instead of enjoying every moment that you're having yeah. inside of the magic. I think that's one of those really, really beneficial things to having somebody who can guide you who's been there. And if you're somebody who has planned your own Disney World trip yourself, especially if it hasn't been, you know, recently, that things are always changing. Disney is always working on, uh, you know, improving and imagineering brand new things. I was looking at the list of different attractions coming in the 50th anniversary year. Mm-hmm. The amount of new things that are going to be... You're gonna, if you go this year, you're probably going to see a lot of things getting spruced up for next year. Yeah, But uh, it might be a lot easier and more affordable to get in this year if you don't mind not being there for the you know nostalgic 50th uh, anniversary. It, it, it should be interesting to see how, how many people are drawn to being a part of that specific thing. Yeah. I, I don't have the legacy affinity for Disney World that folks like you do because yeah. I didn't, I went once as a kid and I guess I loved it, but <laughs> I was f- six maybe. So I don't really remember a whole lot of it. And then there are other people who have gone multiple times a year for their entire life. Yeah. I was not one of those people, uh, but. I certainly just it's it's just warmed my heart so much to be able to share this with my little kids. I've got two photo albums I'm so excited in front of Erica right now that I just put together from our last family trip in 2019. And I look through those. Those are like just those memories are mine and they're priceless. They are. Yeah. They are. They are mine. I printed them off at Walgreens yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I and I got them in an album. So for me, that is saying a lot that the photos that I took actually made it into an album. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I look forward to so many more mm-hmm. opportunities to have new albums and, and share that with my kids. And I could I could totally see a time in my life where we say, you know what, let's try Christmas Disney. Yeah. And maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. There are different tips and tricks like, you know, um, if you have a park hopper, it's typically best to not go to the parks that have the extra magic hours. So go to the extra magic hours in the morning and then hop over to another park that Mm -hmm. afternoon. Yeah. And and those are other things that you can get guided on. I know that like from for my family trip that we have planned uh, this summer, along with my parents, we have an obnoxious spreadsheet. It is color coded. You might not be that person. And if you're not that person, that's okay. Erica can be that person for you. And if you are that person, Eric and I kind of tag team my plan as well, like when when I'm vacationing. But in doing so, she can alert me to anything that comes Mm -hmm. up. She can... If something, you know, because Fast Pass tiers change, they just added Smuggler's Run as a Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody who is going to be booking Fast Passes, and that is, that's a big change. Yeah. And if you aren't researching this stuff mm-hmm. in, in a nerdy way like I am, because it just makes me happy to, to read about that stuff, you might not know about it when you need to know about it. You'll get tipped off if, if you yeah. use a travel agent. And there's different algorithms when you're there, too. Like, you know, Tuesdays are typically the best day to go to Magic Kingdom because people always want to go to Magic Kingdom the first day that they're there, which happens to be a Monday. So, you know, if you absolutely want to go in those busy times, you know, they say there's data to show that you know, typically people go to the right whenever they go into a park. So if you go to the left, it's going to mm-hmm. be less crowded. So, you know, there's there's different 
things that you can do to 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 avoid those super super crowds well thank you so much for listening to this episode of the pixie dust podcast erica murphy joining me and you've got two assignments folks you need to go subscribe to the pixie dust podcast because if you're listening to this right now on the annie fry show podcast and you've gotten used to hearing us here i am splitting this off and we're going to upload this to the annie fry show podcast for a while but it's going to eventually move over to its own uh entity and you're going to get this sooner on the Pixie Dust podcast than you're going to get it on the Annie Fry Show podcast. And you're also going to get extra content, including uh, my new series with Tony Colombo. It's Main Street Cred mm-hmm. with Tony and Annie, and we are inviting you to join us uh, there for sure. And I want to make sure, second second item, so you got to subscribe to the Pixie Dust podcast. The second thing you need to do is get on Facebook right now and like Erica's page because I'm her first like. She needs another one. She feels We feel kind of lonely hanging out here all by ourselves. Erica Murphy dash magic expeditions and Erica is spelled E-R-I-K-A. And you can email her if you have any questions about anything. Super not high pressure. Happy to answer your questions. Um, Also happy to help you plan a vacation, whether you want to go next week or next year. She can help you anywhere in between. E-R-I-K-A Erica at magic expeditions dot com. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust podcast. We'll be back in our next episode with Tony Colombo on Main Street Cred. And next week, another one with Erica. I hope you feel better. Thank you. I will. I'll be back to normal. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's your assignment. Don't be sorry. I'm glad you're feeling better from the flu. We'll catch you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.